Right? You're like, that buzzer ain't rang. That game ain't over with. So keep going. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I, I have cried, you know, in that chaos. I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard. How, how could this be happening? Did any of you guys pay attention to anything I said? Like... Get arrested, guess until he get the message. Welcome back to the Reckless CEO Podcast, and where we I keep do, it real, raw, and reckless about business and life. They ain't really got the sauce, and I ain't got, you know what I mean? It's like, here is your host, the Reckless CEO himself, Michael McGovern. Today I want to be talking about, you know, the comparison and the difference between, you know, being a, a, a worker, right, or a you know, some type of labor or an athlete, and then the difference between, you know, working in the business and then actually owning a business, right? Or or coaching a team, right? So I grew up playing hockey. Um, for those of you who don't know, I, I played a little bit, uh, a higher level hockey for a little while in my life. And you know, at one point I thought that was kind of going to be my, uh, you know, the, the direction that my life went. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't. And, uh, but fortunately, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. So it was, yeah, that didn't work out for me. But I think that the comparison between, you know, athletes and sports and business is, is so, um, so comparable. It just, it, it's, you know, it's the time, the effort, the work, everything you put into it. So, you know, when I left that and, and got into business, so I didn't really think that, you know, I was starting from zero because the, the compound effect uh, of everything I, I had put into to hockey and in sports, you know, really rolled over into business. Right. And so I was around a lot of really great players and I knew a lot of really great players that decided to become coaches after a while. And just because you are a really great player, that does not mean that you're going to be a great coach. And same thing in business, right? I know a lot of great, extremely skilled contractors or workers or whatever it might be. I don't, it doesn't matter if it's a real estate agent. You might be in a, in a, an excellent real estate agent. Doesn't mean that you can own your own brokerage, right? There is a difference between people that are high-level achievers working inside of a business and somebody owning it. It's just what it is. Not everybody is built for it. And I don't think that it's bad or good either way. It is. It just is. You have to figure out, you know, what you're best at. And then that's what you do. If you feel like there's a calling in your heart to be a coach, then you need to give that a try. Because if you don't ever try anything, you will never know. And so, like I said, I saw a lot of great players become coaches that just weren't that successful. We see it all the time in, in, in pro sports, right? A, a legend of a hockey player goes into being a head coach and it just, you know, their teams are decent. And, and I like to dive into this and just really kind of dissect it because why is it? And I don't know that my opinion is, you know, the right opinion, but from what I can see from what I've been inside of and exposed to, you know, a lot of the things are, you know, it, it's, it's, it's leadership, right? It, you can be a great athlete, but not a great leader, right? You can be a, a great salesperson, but not be a great manager or a great leader, 
right? So it, it's really tra- starting to figure out, you know, what you are good at. When I look at sports, you take a, you know, we, we, we take a, a top athlete, right? And they, they had a, a stellar career, you know, and their career is over. And now it's time to become that coach. You know, just because you were great at doing it doesn't mean that you can articulate it. That doesn't mean that you can't teach it to people because teaching people is a skill in itself. You have to be able to help people understand. You have to be able to uh, explain things at, at different levels. You have to be able to work with people, right? And, and that's where, like, you look into disc assessments and, you know, all of these things. You have to understand, you know, what gets people fired up. You have to understand how to have certain conversations with people. What inspires people? Right. And a lot of times when you're a great athlete, like you're just great at being the athlete. You're good at going out and scoring. You're good at, you know, leading your team. And it might not even be leader, a leader from, you know, being able to explain things and help grow people, but just leading by example. I know a lot of great athletes that led by example that could not be a great coach or a great leader inside of an organization because their biggest asset was their work effort. Their biggest asset was the, the work ethic they, that they had, that they put into the sport because they were just passionate about it. You know, they didn't have to ne- necessarily know all these things and be able to teach it. They could just go out and do it, and they were exceptional. When you're a coach, you have to be able to, you know, really pull yourself out of the picture and look at it to the people that you were working with, the, the cogs in the wheel. Right. You have to understand, you know, what the quarterback position looks like and the wide receiver position looks like. And majority of the time when you're the athlete, you're only focused on your position. So when you're trying to coach things to these people, it's going to be more difficult. And I think so many people, because they were great at one time, they think that they're automatically going to be great at coaching because they don't know what else to do. Their their identity a lot of times has been tied up in the sport. I felt this. When I left hockey, I did that shit for 15 years. I didn't know what the fuck my life was about at that point. I did some coaching. I did this. I did that. But like nothing is as fulfilling as when you're in the moment, in the sport, doing the thing you love the most when that's all you know how to do. But then the, the failures will start to come as they step into coaching because they just can't comprehend it as well. And they expect it to be easier than it is because maybe being the athlete was simple to them. Maybe being the athlete was easy to them. And so let's look at this from a business aspect, right? A lot of you out there are are business owners or or wannabe business owners or entrepreneurs. Just because you're in a trade does not mean that you can go open a company. I see that all the time. You see great people that are great workers, extremely skilled, that start a business and fail. Why? If I'm being honest, I think it's ego a lot of times, right? I think that they think they're so great that everybody should just know how to do it. Everybody should, you know, watch them and learn. And a lot of times that that can be one of the most cancerous things inside of a business because you're almost putting yourself on a pedestal of how great you are, right? And instead of leading your people, you're trying to show off to your people. You're demoralizing your people or diminishing their their successes because their successes might not be as good as you. 
No one is ever going to do the job like you do the job. If you can delegate a trade to somebody and they can do it at 80% of what you can do it at, that's success. No one is you and you are not anyone else. So you have to be able to understand these things, right? If you're out there and you're, you're a worker and you're ready to step out on your own, you got to make sure you know what you're doing. You got to make sure that you're going to be prepared for battle because I promise you the hard days, you know, some of those days where your pay might be a little late, there might be days where you ain't getting paid at all. All that work, all that effort that you're putting into the business is going to go to a bunch of other people that might not be nearly as appreciative as you. You might not think they deserve it the way that you do it, but guess what? That's the accountability that you have now. That's on your shoulders now. When you were working in the business, you didn't have that stress, right? You could shut the phone off at five o'clock and be done for the day. It ain't going to be like that when you're running it. You have to be able to understand people. You have to be able to have emotional intelligence. You have to have emotional reactivity because guess what? If something didn't go right on a job site and you lost your mind and you got all frustrated and you stormed out like a bitch, you can't do that when you own it. If anyone around you sees you acting like that, like an emotional roller coaster, they're going to leave you like that. They're going to second guess you. They're going to stop believing in you. You will lose an entire team based off of your ego. And I see this so often that these that people in general that are great at a trade decide to step out and start a business and they fail and they get frustrated when they fail because they didn't think it was going to be that fucking hard. I promise you this. The effort that you think it's going to take to start it to become successful, multiply it by 10. Now, that's how hard it's going to be. Because it ain't only just about the trade or the work itself. Now it's about people. Now it's about processes. Now it's about systems. Now it's about delegation. Now it's about your brand. Now it's about who are you bringing in that you can rely on to make sure things are done to your standard. There's so many pieces that you don't think about when you're working in the business or you're working as a salesperson that when you take on that stress and that pressure, dude, you will crumble. Are you willing to shoulder that? Because it's not just the skill of the trade anymore. Now it's the skill of the entrepreneur. Now it's the skill of the businessman or businesswoman. You have to be willing to drop an ego, leave an ego at the door. If I can give you a piece of advice on stepping into business on your own, it would be, you know, you you have to be able to understand people. You have to be able to listen. You have to be able to read people. You have to be able to know that, you know, when, when you're having a conversation with someone that you might be hiring, that they're not telling you what you want to hear, but they're telling you what they can actually do and accomplish. Because that's a big problem too, right? How many of you out there have started a business and when you started it, it's just you. 
you'd be you hire for a pulse. You just want people. You just want bodies. You just want help. You just want something else to multiply your time and energy. That's not just you because you're doing it all and you're forgetting things and you're distracted and you're not good at this. And you're not good at that. So you're, 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 while you're trying to figure out what you're best at, because when you were just selling and you were really good at selling, well, now you're doing all these other things. Now you're not just selling the product. You're selling people. You're selling yourself to people. And that is a, such a paradigm shift sometimes especially as your business grows, because when you're willing to take anybody and everybody, you have to sell yourself to those people. And most of those people, you're just trying to get them to believe in the vision. You're selling the, you're selling the dream when you're living the nightmare. But what happens when you're past that? What happens where now you've got some momentum? Now you've done it, right? Now you're growing a little bit. Things are happening. You feel like you're expanding. Well, if you continue to have to sell people on you, your business will fail because you have to get in the mindset that it is a privilege to work for you. You have to understand that you are the one shouldering all of this. When things go down, when things crash, it's on you. Accountability, it's on you. Bills, it's on you. Insurance, certifications, it doesn't matter. You have to have all these things. You have to hold all these things. You don't just have, you don't just, you're, you don't just sell anymore. You don't just have the availability to go out when you want and take care of it when you want and work when you want because now you've got mouths to feed. You've got people relying on you. That is the difference between the, the athlete or the salesperson and the coach and the owner. Everyone looks at you for the answer. And guess what? When you're doing great, everybody else gets the credit. And when things are fucking burning down, you get the credit. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to be able to, to take the high road and be wrong? That's the question that you have to ask yourself. Reckless CEO, out.